Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on May 29th, 2022. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can go to our website, smlutheran.org. There, you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to give gifts to support the ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Hallie Parkins with the Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel according to John, the 17th chapter. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them, even as you loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's Gospel reading is first and foremost a prayer. It is Jesus' prayer that rends his heart open after all that he has said and all that he has done. And we listen as he prays for his friends and followers who have journeyed with him all along the way. Listen as he prays for people of all times and places. Listens to his prayer now as he prays for us. It's a moment we glimpse the greatness of his mission for the world, a mission so much bigger than any collective of disciples, past or present, could ever imagine. His prayer is one of hope, both fragile and strong, that all of us might be drawn into the life of God, the love of God, the heartbeat of God herself. On the threshold of his death, Jesus trusts his circle of followers to the care of God. He prays and trusts us too into the care of God. Jesus prays for hope when we are beyond hope, beyond what we can ever, beyond what we can ever conceive as possible right now. It is a prayer I have needed desperately this week when my own prayers felt so feeble and terribly inaccurate, inadequate to, even when joined to the great resources of prayers that my colleagues and other pastors have written and railed and lamented and hold care and rest for the exhausted in one breath and in another offer the names of organizations and representatives to call and to empower people to be active in a policy change. My prayers have joined a long litany of mass shootings at 490 schools since Columbine. This happened when I was nine years old, when active shooter drills were added to tornado drills and earthquake drills. And God, my prayer has been this week to just get your hands in this mess. 
I know that they're in prayers for people to contact their representatives. And there are great resources that accompany these prayers. And there are people who organize and keep organizing. And there are people who have kept our children safe when they go to school. And this is a prayer we've been carrying for a long time. And people are safe in their public spaces. It's a prayer we've held that our black elders would be safe as they go to the grocery store and fellow Christians safe as they go to church. It's a prayer to end gun violence and a prayer for the mental health crisis in our country and a prayer for everything that corrodes our humanity and our ability to feel and to act and move. It's a prayer for everything that holds us in numbness and anger and fear and deep to the bones exhaustion. And it's a prayer for messy Christian people who don't live in the either or of thoughts and prayers or policy and change. A prayer for messy Christian people who also have the guts and the hearts to refuse to add to what contributes to the powers of death. Messy, complicated, beloved followers of Jesus also have hearts that still feel and know the power of love and compassion and deep care and strength. Their prayers we've held, especially in times we're so tired and numb and angry. Prayers um, because of systems that oppress and powers of death that bind us. And we are bound to something so much bigger and greater than that. And Jesus' prayer today um, encompasses all those who plead for rest and for well-being and uh, for sleep and eating and the kind of care that our children need right now that protects them not only from guns, but also a future that might still hold hope and joy and health and well-being for them. And I needed his heart-rending prayer, this Jesus prayer, desperately this week to know that the lives of those we care for and love have value. All rests in the care of God and neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come could ever separate us from the love of God. God's love is good and it is planted more deeply than all that is evil. Darkness cannot overcome light and we are made of this love of God. Jesus's prayer is like a thread that pieces together the torn places for me. Even before we knew these places were torn in the fabric of our world, there have been many, many places this fabric of disciples has been torn apart. We're tracing those lines of fabrics of truth and pieces of poetry and places in our lives and scripture that bind us together now and remind us of the love of God. And like this one from a fragment of Crazy Quilt, a poem by Jane Wilson Joyce, it begins, the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia is cracked. California is splitting off. There is no east or west, no rhyme or reason to it. We are scattered. Dear Lord, lest we all be somewhere else, patch this work. Quilt us together, feather stitching piece by piece our tag ends of living our individual scraps of love. We're piecing together and hearts torn open and love still pouring forth. And I think of a time and a, and a place in my life where I was bound um, metaphorically by a group of people. 
I was at Ghost Ranch and the chaplain, uh, Marissa, pulled an imaginary needle from the sky and threaded it with imaginary thread and pieced it over her heart and then threw it up again into the sky and pulled it back down. And she tugged on this imaginary thread and passed the needle over to the next person in the circle who threaded it through her own heart and pulled it tight again, threw the needle back up to the sky and caught it back down and began stitching us together. I think some women you could tell were sewers and had made quilts and clothes and mended things. They knew how to thread and they were deft in this image and action. And I stumbled in on my own way the threading myself in. Probably didn't give an adequate throw up, but I still feel I was stitched into this fabric of God's heart. We're patching ourselves together piece by piece into the life of Jesus and, and through his prayer, through this love that binds us, into the love we hold and have sewn in our hearts, into the heart of God. And there is a thread of love that binds our hearts to God's heart and to each other's heart. Love that has bound us to God in the waters of our baptism that will continue to bind us to the love of God, no matter how deeply we wade into those waters. Our lives are bound to the God who loved us before the fairy foundations of this world, before we knew the bedrock on which we stand. Our lives are bound to God whose heart has always been the first to break. Jesus prayed for us and entrusted our vulnerable, dependent, and deeply loved lives to God. Love that God loves Jesus with is planted deeply within us, like we are planted deeply within Christ. And this is the good news I hold on to, in spite of everything, that this is love that many waters cannot quench, and neither can floods drown it, this is love that persists, bound more strongly together in one another than all that divides us or could tear us apart. And for that, I give thanks to God. Amen.